Episode 261 of the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Today's episode is titled, The Russians Arrived, Now What? Paul is once again traveling and sent today's podcast into the studio. For those who are delivering all the cardboard and plastic junk that nobody needs or will remember when Christmas, 20, 22 roll around. Like Bill Murray in the movie Groundhog Day, you've heard us say it, and Paul's lived it. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hauled, electrocuted, and burned. Let's begin. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Roses are red, and how do you do? Drink four of these and woo 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 You may have seen that there are Ukrainians who have been seen whipping and beating both men and women, but overwhelmingly men, in Ukraine during the Russian invasion. Now, one of the items that is oftentimes never discussed is the fact that you have saboteurs, groups of men predominantly, as well as women who have infiltrated Ukraine and are walking around planting beacons for the purpose of traversing the land and identifying locations where they will need to turn or go over a bridge or attack. Locations that are known for having a substantial quantity of weapons such as police and military bases. Quite a few men and women in the world, especially in the United States, have not had combat experience. Even those in the military have not engaged in some real fighting. And so when you have a homogeneous society, especially in the rural areas of the Ukraine, you'll find that these people know one another and they'll know when someone doesn't fit. You have men and women who are on vacation, traveling, who are trying to blend in, but again, they are saboteurs. That's a name that is probably very rarely used, a word rather, saboteurs. But we have to remember that the video that I have seen, and a lot of it because of the nature of what we do, could be very provocative and could tell a wide range of stories. I can take the very same video of a man using his belt 
to whip a saboteur who has been apprehended and tell a story of extreme violence when a person has been captured in violation of the Geneva Convention. I could also tell the story that the man has pulled his belt because a young child was stabbed by the saboteur when the child realized this is one of those that the adults in the village have been talking about and the child apprehended, or should I say caught, saw, the saboteur planting one of the beacons and was viciously attacked was of the right frame of mind to survive and to tell adults law enforcement came, a struggle ensued, and the townspeople became upset because their village has been invaded by a saboteur who also attempted to murder a young child. You can tell a story any way you want. And the facts would be that you have a person that infiltrated a village, was identified, suspected by a child, a person under the age of 18, in an effort to conceal their identity, to get away with the planting of electronic beacons, the saboteur pulled a knife and stabbed the child. The child survived, notified authorities who apprehended the saboteur, but while doing so were met with others in the village who were extremely upset with the attack on the child and the planting of electronic devices in their community. The saboteur was attacked, but eventually taken into custody without life-threatening injuries. You can see that the story can be told either way. And one of the items that those of you who have listened to me pontificate on this podcast know that I do not like journalists. I do not like spokespeople for any government. I don't like world leaders. I don't like most politicians because I am fed up with those who play the card of being holier than thou. It's like the person who plays the race card, the female card, the immigrant card, or it's our birthright because we've been here longer than you card. Whatever the card they're playing doesn't cut it with me. And it shouldn't cut it with you. Now in the war that is going on, you have to ask yourself this question. What is the reason for Vladimir Putin ordering the attack on Ukraine? Is this a grotesque power play? Are these strangers or semi-strangers to one another? Is there simply bad brain chemistry going on?
Is there something wrong with somebody? This was at one time a forced Soviet of the USSR. This is an area that has had a close working relationship with what is now known as Russia. And Russia is a nation that completely fell apart not that many decades ago. And so there are many items that each and every person who opens their mouth and talks about should be aware of. In the prior podcast, I talked about the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. I used the movie from the 1960s. I talked about my father and the satellite known as Sputnik, how neighbors overreacted and, well, didn't think for themselves. But on this particular incident, there's a lot of blame to go around, not only with Russia, but with Ukraine. Not just the political leadership, but the religious leadership, the official and the unofficial leaders, but also with NATO, the United States, and other nations in the region. In a prior podcast, I know it was lost on more than a few who listened, because I heard back from people who said things like, whose side are you on? And I had to say, I'm on the side of fact, not fiction, not emotions. And I tried to say in a way which my shaggy dog conversational approach is never going to change. It's designed to make people think rather than to draw a straight line conclusion. A plus B plus C equals D. Sometimes it's nice to do A plus F, plus W. Then there's K-L-M-O-P, which are unrelated, but you need to know that for context to get to the final letter, which happens to be Z. My way of talking and thinking and rambling around is not disjointed unintentionally. It's disjointed intentionally in order to facilitate what I have always called connecting dots. Now, you may have noticed if you have listened to many of these podcasts, the audio is different today than it has been in the past. It's because, once again, I'm traveling and I'm also using a portable voice recorder and... I'm a little hoarse. So the quality of the audio is not right up to snuff when it comes to the microphone that I normally sit at in the studio, rather, that I normally sit at. There's several microphones that record it, but that's Mox Mix. But the point of the blame in the United States is if you live in a nice suburban community, and you have a house just a couple of doors away that have strangers coming and going, an odd smell, and you suspect that they're cooking meth, and you know that meth homes 
contain chemicals that can be very explosive, you have children, how long do you ignore it? For most people, they'll ignore it continuously because they're afraid of their own shadow to do anything. And they won't do anything. They'll call law enforcement because everybody has to take care of nothing on their own. You have to stand by and wait until the right certified person in whatever area that needs attention is found. That's a heavy dose of sarcasm, by the way. So in my opinion, my opinion is that it doesn't take a lot of brains to go from that example and then say you have Russia with a nation nearby where the United States has heavily infiltrated the government, the banking, the military. It's right on your doorstep. And if this nation muscles up, you could have a problem. Now, the problem that I know will occur with many is that when I say the nation, I'm talking about the government. I'm not talking about the people. The people always get screwed. In every conflict, the dumbest among us will usually survive because they've been hustling and surviving with next to nothing anyways. Oh, they'll take a hit, but they're used to living under the Vidoc in boxes, doing whatever they need to get ahead. <laughs> to get ahead, that's a joke, to just survive. The ones at the very tip top, they also will survive. They have the means, they have the knowledge, they have the long-term time horizon to create an environment where they have safe houses, safe passages. They have the money to buy things and stock them and store them. And there will be people that will listen to this and say, oh, that doesn't occur. It does. No one with any intelligence, with appropriate financial means, doesn't sit back and look at the what if. Just simply using your brain and thinking around the corner to the next day, how do I get out of this if it goes south? That's called survival skills. And those who have methodically gone to school, taken all the classes, learned to be a good little robot, those who are in the lower middle, middle and upper middle income class or whatever you want to call it in the world, in the United States and beyond, those are the people that always take it on the chin. But what we're seeing is in Ukraine, these are the people who are saying, we're not taking it anymore. And they're getting the weak, the women, the elderly out, the sick, the lame. And men who've never taken up the arms before are saying, we're done. So the Russians are meeting resistance that they didn't think they would meet. And the problem is, these are not goat farmers. These are not pygmies with bows and arrows. These are not Neanderthals. These are men and women, and there are women fighting. But predominantly men, including the most unmanly computer programmer, flower shop, and ballet dancer who is standing up and saying, you know what, I ain't taking this anymore. And their manhood is coming out and they're 
not going to let their nation be overrun by anyone, even if that other have a great deal of similarity to them. So when you have people who are a little more intelligent, have a longer-term time horizon, and as a collective, they're done, you're going to lose. The Russians are going to lose this. It's going to be bad. The question should be on everybody's mind just exactly how far will they go. Will there be another revolution, an assassination? Will the discombobulation and the eclectic leadership, not only in Ukraine, but elsewhere, spread and cause further balkanization in that area of the world where there are a multitude of devices which we would call weapons of mass destruction. At the same time, we have men and women here in the United States who are anti-gun. The gun is the root of all evil when it comes to crime. Those who will support violent dissent in our streets, who will claim that anyone with a permit to carry a concealed weapon is the devil incarnate, calling for as much ammunition and firearms and weapons to get into the hands of the civilians in Ukraine. I can't stand hypocrites, never have and never could tolerate being around them. If you're going to do something, do it. And if you're not, just say so. There are many things that are on my list of things to do, and I'm behind. Working through the project, it just happens. Sometimes you get sideways, you got to work it through. But there are those who don't fully meet expectations, theirs or others. But it's different from those who have philosophies and beliefs. They're not just suggestions. These are people demanding a new direction. But it's all situational. I've used the words situational ethics as a nightmare. People get caught all the time in their situational ethics, but are not called out for it. It's like saying you found a body buried in the woods. We need to cut the woods down. It's cold. We don't have enough wood to burn in our stoves. We need to plant trees. People that engage in situational ethics, as my father said, and I've always remembered, they're Rodneys. Because we had a kid in the neighborhood, whenever he was around, he was just a mess. One day, my father said, Rodney, if you had a half a brain, you'd be dangerous. So people who are Rodneys, and for those of you whose first name is Rodney, don't get your underwear in a bind. Relax, grow up, have some maturity. Just like everybody is John Doe, if your last name is Doe, relax. The word John is a name. It may mean Jonathan. It also may mean a place where you drop your drawers and take a dump. But those who regularly engage in situational ethics and won't stop 
are a problem because when those people become journalists and when the media companies become pure propaganda mouthpieces and can influence a majority of the dumbest among us, those of us who can think will pay a serious price because of those who are always yearning for the immediate solution to a problem. This is no different than expecting a magic formula, a secret trick, pixie dust, or the magic vaccine to cure everything. Which means that rather than digging into what germs are, why they exist, how to coexist, and how to reduce your risk of being a victim of a world of viruses and germs, of other life forms. You have men and women who want to be taken care of. People who have not grown past the days of Pat Boone, Doris Day, the Beatles, Donnie and Marie Osmond, the Carpenters, Sonny and Cher, Elton John. Yeah. There's some old groups and singers. They're cool, but they're out of date. Many of them are dead. Some songs are classics. Songs by the Rolling Stones, Elvis Presley, Tina Turner, Aerosmith, Tom Petty, and others. Yeah. And there are songs today that are current. There are songs today that will be classics that will live for many generations. But there are fads, there are trends, there are finger snappers, there are those songs that cause you to tap your toe and bob your head. But every song that is hot and popular at the moment will reflect and bring back memories of what occurred at the time. Will there be such music today? when we will remember what is going on with Russia? Will the song, The Flight of the Valkyries, for example, be remembered or is it even known by most people and associated, for example, with Apocalypse Now, Vietnam, or shall we even dare say World War II? The point. The point is that the music did not cause the war. The music was popular at the time and embodied the events of the time. But the beat is still a one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, or one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. The point, the beat. The beat is the beat is the beat. And everyone has a heartbeat until they don't. Everyone with a heartbeat who meets another with a similar heartbeat where the hearts blend into one and they make baby batter causing another heartbeat to occur is in essence a circle of life and this is what is going on. Sometimes people don't get along and sometimes people who do not pay attention to who is leading a nation well, you get what you get. We have the leadership in our nation that we deserve. 
collectively. I frankly do not want to be associated with these ding-dongs that have been in office of late. For that matter, I can't think of a person who deserved to be President of the United States for a long, long time. And every one of them has faults that based upon current standards, nobody would ever dare be allowed to sit in those seats of power. Now, as I continue on with this, probably on to Friday, I'll maybe talk a little bit about what we can and should expect to occur. But it's a dynamic and fluid situation, and many people who know that I'm the founder of an investment advisory firm, and I've been doing what I do for well over 35 years. Tell me, tell me, what will happen? Well, the answer lies in history. And we've run many, many scenarios in our office. I've talked these things through with my staff and those I respect. I've mapped it out. I've forecasted. I've adjusted based upon variable change. And there are some things that are as obvious as the nose in your face. Sometimes you've got to look cross-eyed to see your nose but it's there and if you walk around cross-eyed you're going to start bumping into things what does that mean there's the short term and the long term be aware of what is going on in the short term if it affects you but keep your eyes clearly focused on the long term because the opportunities will be and are substantial. This concludes the public version of the Paul Truesdell podcast. The rest of the story is available to friends of Paul Truesdell. To become a friend, Go to paultruesdell.com and complete the contact form. Are you still here? Why? The good stuff is on paultruesdell.com. The rest of the story is available to friends of Paul Truesdell. To become a friend, Go to paultruesdell.com and complete the contact form. Now get going. Go over to paultruesdell.com and become a friend. Go. Get. Now. This is Matthew. What's the matter with you? Joanna and Brian told you what to do. What are you waiting for? Okay. One more time. Go to paultruesdell.com. Click on contact. Complete the form. Become a friend. Crazy simple stupid easy.
Today's song is Star Night by Wonderland. As with all songs Paul plays at the end of each episode, he has all use rights. Thank you for joining us today, and as Paul says, physical investing, involves daily strength, endurance, and flexibility training with natural nutrition and hydration, with everything in moderation. Now get up and move, dance. Paul does and so should all of us. Episode 262 will be available on Friday. The boss. The man. The dude. That guy they call Trues. Saul. Hey you. The old man. Or the other P-Daddy who keeps rocking on. Well. That guy. We'll be back when he's done riding his dinosaur in Arizona.